fearless and successful podcast is hosted by Coach D. That is me. <laughs> Designed for change makers just like you. As a coach, activator of human potential, and freedom architect, I have one mission with this podcast to inspire you to dream big, plan for success, and impact the world. I love all things mindset, money, and manifestation. So I will be sharing my favorite tips and tricks to help you activate your infinite potential by taking aligned and inspired action. You can also expect fearless stories from leaders around the world who designed life and business on their own terms. If we can do it, so can you. If you're ready, my fearless friend, let's get this party started. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, fearless people. Another fun and very energetic uh, show. And you guys, buckle up, because this is going to be interesting, um, soul-wrenching, <laughs> and very, very, very expensive. So you guys, I have a really, really cool guy from New York, uh, Anish Majumdar. Welcome. What's up, D? I'm so happy uh, to be here. I, I know we, we, were, we were we were chatting on so many topics beforehand. You know, I, I really uh, am uh, psyched to uh, also, you know, and hello to all of your listeners. I, I'm really excited to go deep with you on this, hopefully. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And really the the topic that we we will cover, it's something that is intriguing from, from two perspectives because we are kind of in this very challenging moment and you as a career coach, and I'm going to give you an intro just in a minute, <laughs> but also like, I think it's a different perspective from anything that we had before on the show. So you guys, you're in for a treat. <laughs> it's going to be super cool. I, 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 uh, I really, you know, I wonder if we're similar in this way. Um, you know, when I look at this journey, being a career coach, that was never, you know, uh, part of it, but I, I have to say, I think what really binds us is, um, I was an actor in my in my teenage years in my twenties, and and uh, that was the first thing that sort of gave me um, a bit of an outlet. I you know believe it or not, I'm a pretty shy, introverted person, and uh, along the way, um, I developed a career as a journalist, a writer, and this whole thing with careers, you know, it started almost by accident. You know, I had been hustling, you know, as you do for all of these 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 career paths, hustling for every opportunity. And along the way, I start working with people as a sideline and, you know, using my writing talent on a resume, LinkedIn, et cetera. But it really was the first time in my, in my journey where the what didn't come from um, a vision I had of where I wanted to go. It came from speaking to person after person after person and realizing that, hey, I looked at myself as a risk and I looked at my, my journey as this crazy, crazy risk. But how come the people who, quote unquote, have a safer path, who had more stability, who had all of these, quote unquote, more options, how come when they're out there, they're they're feeling marginalized, they're feeling lesser than, they're feeling like they got to, you know, take whatever they can, they can get. And it just, it, it really on an emotional level, it spurred something in me to say, you know, like this is just wrong. Like it's not, and and there's got to be another way. And 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 so I, maybe through delusion, hopefully not now. <laughs> it doesn't look like delusion now, but it certainly felt that way there. It sort of sparked a little bit of this obsession in me to say, look, I was able to generate stuff outside of this path of these job boards and all this other stuff. 
I know that there's a way to do it. Sometimes people do it by accident, but sometimes not. So why don't I study from fellow entrepreneurs? So why don't I study from fellow business leaders all across the spectrum to say, look, is there an end-to-end -end way that we can that we can do this? Where look, you don't have to necessarily say no to that, but if you could at least diversify and open it up, oh my gosh, it's like opening up the windows. It's like opening up the doors, and it's remembering and realizing what the true sort of um, abundance really is there, you know. And so that that's what sort of spurs on this this journey is, you know, on a one to one level, whether it's UD or someone else that I'm working with, to take them from a place where they're dreading, you know, they're 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 dreading going out there, they're dreading networking and all this, and getting into a place where they feel like. I can't really lose. Like I got stuff. I got some early, mid, late stage stuff. This was relatively easy for me to generate. I did this anywhere in the world, you know, uh, before you know it, they're thinking in an entrepreneurial way about, about this whole thing. And the pressure of making a terrible mistake of, of wanting to bounce back, all of this starts to be put into a new perspective, you know? So I know it's a bit of a long answer, but, uh, but I, I, I do think that you know, when I see your journey, I see a really fearless explorer and someone who has been unafraid to put herself out there um, in the service of something bigger, you know, and and I'd like to say probably the biggest blessing in my life was um, happening upon this mission. You know, it, it, it certainly has changed me to the core. Yeah, so beautiful, because I feel that if we are, and I, and I want to say like, you guys, you can see Anish, but he's really lighting when he's talking and, and it's so <laughs> clearly that he li lives his dharma and he really loves what he does. And um, I want to go into the topic and the topic is like, how, how we are actually, I'm, I'm, I'm blown away by this universe of opportunities. Yes. Most of the times, especially in challenging times, people think, oh, this is happening to me. I'm losing. I am. Why is this happening to me? And all this good stuff, like being in this victim mindset, yes. instead of like really seeing it not as an obstacle, but as an opportunity. Can we go there? And what is actually that we can looking, look forward um, in what are some of the trends when it comes to job searching or we don't want to say job but really that mm -hmm. this abundant mindset people mm -hmm. are actually wanting me to to do something to contribute or or to participate in their organization or company yeah i i i think you completely hit the nail on the head there because you know of course for all of this stuff there's a strategy element logistics but really underneath all of this it's it, it is a mindset challenge, you know. It is a it's a battle between right when you feel the most vulnerable, presenting yourself and taking the actions of what you would do when you were at your if you had already six offers in front of you and you had you know it's it's owning that that piece of it enough to to trigger the right signals to trigger the right outcomes, you know. And that really is hard, you know. I think the the acting side of me, you know, in some ways gave me a benefit there. Here's something that anyone can do in terms of of of, of looking at that mindset piece, right? Uh, I see this all the time. You know, I'll talk to people and I'll say, hey, look, so where do you want to go? You know, I see all this amazing journey stuff you've got. What, what, you know, what's the plan? Almost inevitably, what they will tell me will be, look, I want X type of dream job or I've always wanted to work for you know, whatever, Amazon or some dream company or 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 I want to work at a Fortune 50 company. It's always an external, right? It's always it's always something that they found out there that they're like, look, if I can model myself towards that, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. The reality is, is that 
at the top levels, it's never people following a model. It's people who own sort of their own paradigm. And the faster you look at it and you say, okay, well, what if I actually didn't start by looking at this whole thing? from out there. What if I said, look, I here's here's all the stuff, here's all the stuff, you know, D has done in her amazing journey. Okay. Here's some, you know, a, a, a few ways I'm I'm looking at the way forward. What if instead of a dream job or dream company or whatever, what if I stood for a process? What if I stood for let's say a way of moving a company forward that only D with her amazing balance of the human skills, the leadership skills, the entrepreneurial skills, right? There's a way that you could partner, right? If you were one of the top five or six people at a company and move this forward that only you could. What if what you were putting out in terms of your brand or your resume, LinkedIn, even, even what you decide to talk to when you're, when you're building relationships, what if it was centered around that, right? A mission, right? Anyone could do this, right? Um, you could look at what you're doing. It's, it's about not looking at yourself just through a, a set of skills. And if you start started the process of saying, okay, right or wrong. And there's obviously, you know, for someone like you, there's 50 different ways that you could, that you could, you could tackle this. There's no wrong answer here. But if you, if you said, look, here's the mission, right? Here's uh, for me, uh, I would say, you know, I'm not really a big believer in, in mastering a job search for a job search. I'm a believer in doing this in a way that solves the problem forever. That's what I stand for. Right. So if you don't believe in that, you want to, you want to, you want to stick there. You're not going to, you're not, you're not going to like, you know, who I am, but that process allows me to be more than a job seeker. Because if I brand myself that way, a, I can engage, I can do all sorts of stuff that don't require the permission of a job, et cetera, but also, and very, very critically, it allows me to start building relationships across the board, right up to the C-suite if necessary, and not have their guard immediately be up because they're looking at my profile and they're like, look, this guy's never been anything more than an employee. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not really sure he's he or she is clearly only going to be here to chat with me about a job. If I see a mission, no matter how humble it is, you don't have to have a huge following or anything like that. It has to be something that I can believe. And I see, hey, even even three or four posts, recent posts on LinkedIn that that is doing it. And I see uh, a brand here that that backs that up. I'm like, ah, hey, you know what? This guy's wanting to build a relationship with me. This guy's following up with me, in, in, you know, in, in a way that has integrity. What's the worst that's going to happen? I can book a call with D for 30 minutes. I, you know, I can pick her brain a little bit in terms of some of what we're doing. That's how you get in, man. That's how you that's how the business of um, building relationships in a non kind of transactional way, right, really starts. And uh, the one thing I would say is the earlier you are in your journey, look at this more like this is where you really want to do because it's such a powerful differentiator, even to come into a normal interview where they got 20, 30, maybe 50, you know, candidates. And instead of someone just sliding that resume over, they focused on not answers. They focused on what are the right questions to ask. And they, it's clear that they themselves have a set of standards in terms of what they're looking for in terms of a company, in terms of what's going to work here in terms of what you guys are doing versus not. All of this kind of stems from having something at the end of the day that you can say, yep, I believe this is right. Yeah, I believe that is wrong. And none of this is going to change regardless of what the job is or the people that I'm talking to. You know, um, it, 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 it can be very, very powerful for for a, for a confidence um, uh, standpoint, you know, um, to, to think of it that way. Just to close out the thought, you know, if you were to think of it just in terms of like a formula, you know, uh, I help businesses achieve X 
X being like thing that they already want. You don't have to rewrite the wheel there using D's magical process that over delivers, sprinkles the magic dust on A, B, C, pick what you want. But thinking of it in that way, right? Thinking of it in terms of what can I deliver as only I can in terms of those benefits, that gives you the end that you need at the high level. You don't have to be a CEO to talk to a CEO. You do have to have a pathway of value that they, that they, um, that they will find credible in order to open that door, if that makes sense. Okay, we have a tweetable. <laughs> you have to be a CEO to talk to CEO. I no, love absolutely. So much because it's so it's so about, about that mindset and being in confidence, right? And I love that you said it's really about this non-transactional way. Um, I, I, I go now in my business as well. So it's everything about relationship. And I love how you say it. Like, it's really about building those connections. Um, it is. And for me, business was always relationships. It was always, you know, what is meaningful for, for everyone in this game, in this playground. Yes. And are people who are working with me or people who are working for me, do they actually contribute to my mission with their set of values yes and that was always so important and it doesn't it really even when i hire people it's not about what they can do or what they can but do they actually align with the vision that the company is going and if 100%. they can present me that like if they have like hi well, you know what i have this vision that i want to help women victim in trafficking or whatever that is mm -hmm. like yes that has nothing to do with with the with the industry that i am in mm -hmm. as a business coach but that is one of my my very very core values to and, and mm -hmm. or like to really help as much as women as possible to to have that freedom and to get back into their life as as you know hey i don't even know what is business coaching i don't even know anything about online digital strategies but i really would love to support your mission and i would yes. love to contribute to your company like yes everything is googleable everything is teachable so we can if you are aligned with my core values with where i'm heading uh, as an entrepreneur as a brand then we're on he, so you, if you can bring you, you, that if you can bring that when you're actually having a conversation about a job, yes, you're a winner. No one, you you absolutely hit the hit the hit the main vein there because you know the one of the key secrets to establishing that kind of rapport and trust, right? People will mistake it by saying, "Oh, you know, I got to go in there." I got to flatter the heck out of this person. You know, I got to, I got to do that, but it's exactly the opposite, right? It's, it's, it's allowing this person to see a little bit of where that line of connection really is for you. Right. And the same thing that you're talking about, right? This vision thing, that is probably one of the most magical ingredients to getting hired or, or securing an opportunity that I know of. If you can apply that same thing, right at the start, boom, you're using it there. Here's a way that you can use it a little bit further on. And it's very simple. As you're progressing through getting to know a company, however however you're doing, getting to know an individual, a client, you're getting to know what their problems are. You're, you're ideally getting to know in a, in a really deep sense, right? Because usually job postings aren't going to tell you exactly what's happening. You know, they're, they're, they're keeping the really, you know, you know uh, juicy stuff there. That's part of the job in some sense of that, of that first interview. But as you're learning it, if you can apply that vision 
to making those problems more than they are. In other words, look, maybe the most desperate thing for you is you've got to get a job in the next six months, or you've got to solve the marketing uh, problem that your business has because you don't, you, you know, there's no way to market. If I'm looking at these details though, and as we're exploring it, I'm like, look, D, here's the opportunity. Okay. We're going to solve this. But what if, if we solved it in a way that was, for example, playing towards not running and trying to own every social marketing niche. What if we own our own? This is what I specialize in. This is what I've spent the last eight years doing. What if we emphasized that particular approach? Because here's what's going to happen. We solve the problems that way. Six months from now, we're here. 12 months from now, we're here. And you told me, right, that the reason you started this company is because you wanted to have something that allowed that. I believe this is the best way to get there, right? So, taking the problems and bringing it to a place of vision, right? You don't have to worry if it 100% matches what the person you're talking with has. That's not the point, right? What what What's going to give them confidence is, look, this is what I want. Because the truth is beyond a job, let's say we, we start working together. There's going to be 50,000 moments between us where D, I don't know what the answer is. And you probably don't know what the answer is either, right? The thing that keeps us safe in those moments is that alignment of, I, I know her. I know I know how she's approaching this. I trust like what that mission is, you know, and um, I know that what she's trying to build, that's the kind of company that I want. That's something that I never the last two hires in my company happened exactly like that. I thought I was, you know, having a sales conversation. Right. And this person came in and is like, look, Anish, here's what I see. Right. Here's 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 the uniqueness of, of what I think you guys have built. Here's what I can do in terms of moving it. It might be different. And it was very different than what I was thinking of. It was also a hundred times better. Like, so it was like, dude, like what a what a what a benefit. You know what I mean? Like in terms of don't you want someone who's going to fight for you in that deeper way and regardless right while they're while they're in the trenches having today's battles they understand they're like we, we we're we're in synchronicity here in terms of where we want to go so 100% you you definitely um um hit probably one of the most important and underutilized things that um that anyone can do when they're building a relationship you know don't be cagey you know what i'm saying like like treat it like hey this is someone who this is a this is someone that i um, that has been walking my pathway mm -hmm. that for a long time, we just haven't had a chance to get to know each other yet. You know, we just haven't had a chance to, to do that. Be a fan of someone instead of being intimidated by someone. I've done this all the time as a journalist. It's the greatest thing ever, man. If I'm intimidated by you, oh my God, look at this journey. How did you do this, D? How would you lead me through this? You know, I've, I've been riding in Bentley's, uh, trying to interview cigar moguls in, in Florida down in my, in my journalism days. Uh, I, I remember this, this guy was very, very, very cagey. He would very, you know, media fit, but the thing that broke through to him was the same that you could do in any hiring context, right? Don't try to be cooler than school. Don't try to be, be that, be a kid, man, be a fan, you know, that, and that is massive value, show appreciation and show value in a hundred different ways, you know, even if it's, also, by the way, challenging someone on their BS, which which if you know you've been around the block, don't let someone go back. You can, you can even be gentle about it, you know, and it could be as simple as, come on, you know, that's not, that doesn't make any sense, okay, based on what you've told me. So let's back it up, all right? Let's, let's see what's actually going on here. Boom, you've just had a massive moment where my value of you, my perception of you, right, immediately, immediately leaps forward, right? So yeah, 100%. Yeah, honesty always. Yeah, I love yes. it.
Yes, and I think totally. what you said, I want to go back to the alignment part. Um, I really, truly, and I listened to really good po podcast episode yesterday with Sahara Rose um, about manifestation. I've been in manifestation field for so long, over a decade. Mm. And I feel that sometimes people get it so wrong. And it's even in a job search, it's like, oh, it has to be a certain level of, of monetary, um, you know, the money. Um, and really, for, and we are here right now where maybe it feels like, yeah, but I'm going to take any, anything what I can. But what we do to ourselves and our energ energetic field is when we say like anything is good, we say like, I don't, I don't matter. My, yes. my values, my worth, my vision doesn't matter. And yes. when we take something that it's not aligned with who we are, uh, I would rather work for, for less money and really live fulfilled, like really living my, yes. and we talked about this purpose, like really protecting what I stand for. Um, because at the end of the day, I will have this, Hey, I filled my cup and I actually contributed with my gifts, with my yes. genius, uh, then settling for less. Um, and I think I came yes. out from, I was a HR, um, at my home university. I was working at HR at my home university mm. when I actually felt this, a uh, big, big, big void. Uh, I, 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 ticked all the boxes like uh, you know everything mm. my parents wanted me to be like it was a great job everything was so perfect um but I was just so unfulfilled and I would walk around as this like I know that I have so much more to give yes. and that was my exit was actually to to leave the job and move countries <laughs> I needed to do, do the a big big leap and um it's yeah it's almost like, a, like life, life changes mirroring what was going on inside of you in that yes. moment like you had to just go you and know what I you mean? know what even though I had so much experiences and I, I and I finished like and even like credentials and and so, so much knowledge and wisdom I really really struggled finding a job here in Sweden, I sent over 2,800 applications. Oh my gosh. Oh yes, my gosh. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I'm the winner. I'm the winner. Who, who listening to this cannot relate to that, right? Of like pulling your hair out and be like, come on, let's let that email, come on, nothing in the inbox, nothing in the call. I mean, I put it hours in here. Oh God. And oh, coming Lord. from HR, like I knew what's the game, right? But yes. it was more so like it was this survivor mindset yes. instead of like really hey i actually want to get to know these companies get into what you were saying like get to know these companies what it is that i can bring that no one else can bring yep and now when i'm like 10 years later like i feel like i could get you know i just had a, a really cool there's i'm not gonna say too much but i really had a really really good interview with with some of the, the leading um companies in in uh, production industry mm -hmm. and I was like I was so confident they said like you're getting a job like seriously <laughs> I was like yeah but I don't want the job you but know, you're was, you, you know but you but you're a different person now you know what yes, I mean and, yes and but it's also like I was not afraid to say what you said like calling them out there was some things that I just felt yeah but this could be like done in a different way and yes. I was really like hey this is not about me but it's really about what is that they want to achieve what yep. it is 
that is their vision. And I really felt, hey, maybe my perspective is different than yours. And maybe that can bring value to your company. And um, 100%. That's the, that's the, that's the, the key, you know, like start helping now, you know, like instead of looking at building a relationship or that first phase as, okay, I'm going to win this person over, get permission, da, 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 impress them start helping now, right? Like, like use that first opportunity, right? To start getting into the thick of, of what they're experiencing, what's there, not with an eye towards uh, bamboozling them for a role or anything like that, right? But with an eye towards, look, this is what I do every day. This is what I specialize in. This is what my heart and soul is all about. And it's a big part of the reason why I wanted to build a relationship with you. Are you okay with that? I mean, you know, are you okay with us exploring this? Because I think us holding up our respective mirrors a little bit I think that that we could we could we could we can definitely help each other in terms of perspective, if nothing else, right? And uh, again, it's amazing how the eyes kind of open up because, you know, when I was in grade five, uh, I the first that was the first school dance we had. This is back in Montreal uh, where I grew up, and uh, that was you know the girls were on one side, the boys were on the other, and all the teachers were literally in the middle of the gymnasium for trying to get us to do it. Well, you know, this business of securing roles or even creating roles for yourself it's kind of like that like employers people they don't know either like they need a little and so if you can make them feel comfortable to say look instead of the preamble and stuff like that why don't we just treat this like we were kind of working a little bit you know what i mean like why don't we actually talk about what's actually going on it, it can I mean, in most cases people will breathe a sigh of relief to be like really like all right cool like let's 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 go, you know, use your expertise in that way. You know, I mean, I mean, allow people to get a chance to see D at work doing what she does, because I promise you that energy, that perspective, they're getting 100,000 times whatever they're going to pay for you. Right. They just need to see that. Right. And and in most cases, that version of you is is so much stronger than the version of you that has been nervously preparing what am I going to say? Oh gosh, I don't, I hope I don't mess this up. You know what I mean? It's such a big thing. What you said about, about shooting too low, you know, I I'll see that all the time. You know, um, people will come in saying, look, you know, my husband or my wife, they, they're trying to support me on my, on, on my goal here. I had these standards. Now they're just sending me things that are all over the map because they just want to see me employed. It's really the wrong thing to do because you've got to think of it from the point of view of, you just need one, right? Everyone can say you just need one good yes that's going to make and your life is 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 changed. It's it's moving forward. And the other thing is, I can tell you on this side, two thousand plus people in, the, roughly if you do your job right, no matter what income level you want or compensation level you want, roughly the same number of people are going to super get you, are going to be in the middle and are going to be against you. And that doesn't matter whether you're asking for 50 grand, 500 grand, 1.5 million, the same percentages are there. You just learn exactly as you said, you learn how to navigate the game in a way that allows you to see, hey, where do these people fit in this journey? What can I do? And you learn how to how to stand up for yourself, you know, um, you know, you know, in a, in a different way. It's amazing to hear, though, your your take on it, because you absolutely understand the um the mental side of this, you know, that's the, that's the hard thing. When you feel like money's running out of my bank account, which is true. I, I'm, you know, th these things are happening. How can you, how can you act in a way that has, you know, abundance, you know, like sometimes like I'm a mountain biker. And, and one thing that, that I would do if I was, if I was in a major career transition right now, I would put huge amounts of time, not into 
verbal preparing for whatever the meeting is or whatever, I would I would put it all into making sure the mindset was here. Like this energy that we have, I would do whatever I could to master that side. So even if it's for the first two or three minutes of that call or that meeting, they saw that. You set that tone in that first couple of moments. Ooh, you're giving yourself a better advantage than you know, week after week of like preparing for these gotcha questions and all of that. You can leave that, you can leave that aside. Just bring me this version of D. I'll get you hired. I'll get you hired in, in the highest possible levels. Okay. Just, just show up this way. You know what I mean? Like this, this version yeah. is, uh, that's the magic. I you love, know? I love, I love that because I think people oftentimes just undervalue themselves. Yes. They would like really play small uh, instead of like, hi, I do have a lot to offer. Just like make a, a personal audit, like make a personal inventory. Like what is that you can bring to the game? I think this is, we undervalue ourselves. And, and even this these times, it can be a little bit discouraging, but go shoot for the for the moon is it for the moon for the stars not, <laughs> i would say i would say especially i would say especially now you know like i got into business in 0809 which was another yeah kind of, right a period of period like this it, it, you're gonna be tempted to play small and safe but i'll tell you from a hiring perspective high level people get passed all, on all the time exactly for doing the opposite where i'm like d's amazing but why is she only asking for this? Like, what, 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 what's going on here, right? Well, hold on a second. Before we extend the offer here, let's just do a little second pass here. I, I don't understand. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get, like, that happens all the time. And especially now, um, the truth is businesses have never been more receptive to taking the right risks on talent. Um, I, I've never seen them now. And they're willing to 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 set it up, especially in terms of, like, hybrid roles and, and opportunities and all of that. It's a great, great time for that but what you want to do is you want to meet them there it's better to go too big it's better to take ownership for too high of an outcome and actually worry to say oh my gosh can i pull this off guess what that worry is always going to be there uh, i still worry about that for every new person I, I i bring on there's still a part of me that's like oh god what are you doing anish what are you doing you know <laughs> you know I, I still have that that's okay i think maybe that's a part of of of, of being good at what you do but don't let that stop you right now because the language of high level stuff, the language of getting these offers the way that you want is to have the boldness to talk simply, talk large perspective and talk in a way that anyone would understand, especially people who have no background in in, in what you're doing, right? That's the language. That's the language of your target. That's the language of the people that uh, you want to be doing business with. And so much of getting ahead in, in careers is kind of like finding a way through the fog of what we have to communicate about ourselves and moving it into a zone of, you know, D, people have been pitching you here for the last two weeks. Like, wh what do you want? I mean, I'm sure you want to get back with your family. You want to you live your life, right? So what can I do to, to help make that make that happen? Like, what's actually going on here? You know? Oh, okay, fine. All right. Yeah, you know, let, let's let you know, let's talk about it. And uh, that, that's what happened to me, you know, because I'd, I'd been I'd been marginalized so many times in the traditional job search because before I had ever was a coach, because uh, my professional accomplishments in some sense still made me a huge risk. You know, my, my path was not traditional. And so I had to, I, I remember looking at my wife and, and being like, I, I have to do something here because I don't think I'm ever going to win these people over, you know? And when I realized like, Oh, if I do this a different way, I don't ever actually have to win them over at all. I don't actually have to, to, pitch or present them and stuff like that. You know, I can 
make it truly about you. And I can direct this in a way that has value, you know? And uh, yeah, I, I would encourage everyone to, to think about that first interaction, get to those two or three aspects of real pain that, that that's, 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 that's behind this. Everyone has it. Doesn't mean that you're going to be able to solve it or that you're going to want to solve it, et cetera. Okay. But make the goal when you're getting to know someone really make it about figuring out, Hey, in D's life, what's, what are you excited about? What's troubling you? What are the major priorities that are there? And what can I do to the best of my ability as long as I have you to help with, with an open heart, right? That'll get you 80 to 85% of the way there. Like, like we work with clients, we'll use automation and LinkedIn and all this other stuff to scale up. But understand in the heart of this, if you start by doing this, you're going to be the best thing in the lives of these people all week, man. They're not going to, they're not going to be able to, to, to forget about who you are and, and what's going on there. Again, it's that human aspect, you know, like that trust individuals, trust um, the, the person by person, do your best to help them. And I promise you the abundance that you're looking for is going to be, is going to become be broad about how full-time part-time consult who cares all that stuff is so fluid now right make it about your impact and make it about the people and i give you my word like you're gonna be you're gonna be just fine in this environment you're gonna be very happy so good wow such a such a different point of view like to to look at it and yeah, I, I, I love that you're saying like there's so much abundance when when we operate from that state of of, hey, this is a meaningful connection mm -hmm. and uh, I really want to build upon that. So, so that's huge. So, so huge. Um, and I know that also like we we are running out of time, but this is also I know. <laughs> regarding the <laughs> time. And I want to also your aspect on this when you are having that. I, I know that when you're building a connection, it's like, you're in it and you really want to respect person as a person as a human but also like time is so important yeah. how do you go about it like when people really are in the on the interview or having a conversation eh, that mindfulness around the time yes this is this is this is this is great um i i do think that one of the simplest things anyone can do starting today we can all do it okay is Let's make a promise that we are not available at the drop of a hat, regardless of, you could have the whole day, okay, open for yourself, okay? But we're gonna own that time. So one thing is when you get calls, especially when you get career-related calls, right? Even if it's like, hey, let me just check my calendar. How about tomorrow? We'll set it up. So at least there, there's a, a degree of deliberation there, fine. The other thing that we can do is, depending on the amount of time that's there, whether it's an hour interview, half hour call, you can, you can, uh, a, a, a nice thing that you can do, and, and we teach our clients this all the time, you jump on the call, maybe a little bit of an icebreaker there at the beginning, but then what I would say is frame the call, okay? And this is where you can bring in the time awareness. You know, we could say, look, D, so here's what I was thinking about. Um, the reason that I wanted to reach out to you was because of, you know, I saw this real parallel between our journeys here. Uh, here's what I'm up to. Here's my mission uh, and this big sort of problem that I see that no one is, is talking about. What I'd like to do, if you're okay with it, is maybe spend the remaining of our time here. So I'm just aware of, we've got about like, you know, 25 minutes here with your permission. Uh, is it okay if we talk about what you and your team are up to right now? Uh, what some moves that you're making here? And maybe I can trade notes also in terms of what I've been, of what I've been finding and, and we can, we can dive from there. Fine. We move forward. I would say for yourself, beyond the time thing, have a couple of private check-in moments based on the amount of time you have. So if it's a 30 minute call, I would say within the first five minutes, you should have gotten to that place where 
you're framing it and putting it into professional sticks. If it's going longer than that, you should be asking yourself, hey, why, why is there, is there a discomfort? And sometimes you just have to call out the elephant in the room saying, hey, look, you know, I'm noticing some real caginess. Maybe I caught you at a crazy week. What's what's up, you know? So so maybe you have a check-in moment around those five or six minutes. Maybe a second one might be around 10 or 12 minutes in. At that point, you should have been able to progress through your questions and think about getting really diverse there. Uh, we'll, we'll advise our clients to build what's called a question bank. So they have like a kind of a repeatable framework that they'll use for every conversation, kind of a liftoff point. So I might say around that 10 or 15 minute mark, have I identified at least one really, really, serious concern that, you know, could only be found through having this kind of a conversation through through directing it. Okay, yes, no, what do we need to do? Finally, around that 20 minute mark, right? About 10 minutes out or so, right? If it's out, if it's a litter, you, you just adapt. But around those 10 minutes, I, I want to leave a little bit of time to kind of bring what I've been identifying in together here and, and figure out if it makes sense for us to either do a follow-up, in which case I would just take the identified pain. I wouldn't rewrite the wheel, but I would go deeper into that. And we would say, hey, what do we need to do to, 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 to move this forward, right? What, what, or if that didn't make sense, I'm, I've still had a very value-driven conversation with you. I still have that. I might be able to help. I might be able to do something. But I still want to control, if I can, the last couple of minutes of the call and also show through the way I handle it that there's a process there. That's the most important thing is that when I when I speak with Dee, I, I feel safe and secure like a babe in the woods because she's got a way of moving this forward. You know, I don't even have to agree with it, but she's got a way. So if you have a couple of these little markers for yourself. It'll help you stay um, accountable. And it'll also give you an early warning sign if you're talking with someone and you know, you're dealing with resistance. It's much better to call out resistance straight up early. You, you'll move forward. A lot of the toughest, you know, business leaders I've worked with, they'll do business with people all the time that they have friction with. Don't, don't be, don't, don't be dissuaded by that. Sometimes people won't even trust you if there's not a little bit of this, you know what I mean? But that doesn't mean that you have to get upset, you know, just treat it like the already rich, successful person that you are and say, ah, here we go. Here's uh executive trick. Number one, no worries at all. No worries at all. Here's what we're going to do. You know, um, treat it all with that sense of, um, nothing's going to overly impress you. You've, you've seen it all and you're willing to, uh, look through that and look to the truth of what's there. Um, but these, the, these, I'll use these check-ins all the time, you know, and, and it'll keep me from, uh, from wasting that time. And if you, if anyone goes into an interview and has some of this, dude, you're getting that follow-up. Okay. Because most people will spend two, three, four hours, whatever, like they've, they've given their whole day up. If you're like, Hey, I've got 60 minutes, you know, you know, can we start with the most important things? Dude, you're, you're, you, you already have a leg up there, you know? I love this. And it really reminds me of how we do like uh, consult calls or, or uh, exploration yep. calls. Like it's really the same. And uh, I, I, this is so much value, you guys. So go back, write these down. Really, really, <laughs> like, seriously, because it's so, so good. I love this because it's so important to have those check-ins. Like I love how you said it, how you frame the, the whole process. It's super, super cool. So valuable. And uh, I also want you to kind of um, go the next step and really tell my listeners, what is the real gift that you're giving? This was good. This was like really, really good. But you have another gift for, for my listeners. Tell us what that is. Um, how th can they can get the masterclass and really like go a bit deeper with what you do? 
you know, you are like such a joy. And I, and I, I really feel like this conversation went by, like it was like three minutes long. So I, I thank you for your expertise as well in what you do. Uh, the uh, um, the masterclass, which I would love, I encourage all of you guys if you if you wanted to take this, it's totally free. It's about fifty to sixty minutes long. The link is tap the hidden job period market forward slash asap. Um, if you decide to take it, uh, it'll give me a chance to teach you the full sort of strategy that our clients are using. We've had plenty of people, by the way, who never became clients of us took the class, ran with it, made the changes. And, and there's a bunch of changes you can all start making that'll just go deeper with this. Uh, it's really, really valuable. And if you wanted to go and, and get in touch with us afterwards, uh, right at the end of that class, there's a way that you can get in touch with my team. You can go in deeper. They'll give you all the details. But we want to see people uh, really make the most of this year. We want to see people like like really add to their success stories. And so that I think would be really, really huge. The other one, um, helloanish.com is uh, kind of our 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 web HQ for career trainings. And uh, I'm also on LinkedIn. So uh, for those of you who are there, um, don't be afraid to put in a niche career. I'm sure you'll see one brown face. That'll be me. Uh, uh, hop on over there. I'm always kind of um, doing my best to share updates, tips for, right from what our clients are experiencing uh, to, again, just help kind of keep you in that abundant state that we're talking about and help you sort of win the win the mental game and you win the strategic game, you win the logistical game, and you win the career game. Like that's the that's the that's the little trail of breadcrumbs there. Um, so I hope that helps. Perfect, I love it. So guys, like be fierce and get in touch. Uh, go to the link in the show notes and just listen to the masterclass because it's if you like this and you feel aligned and you feel called to to make the next step, just do it. Just do it. Yeah, it's totally yeah, it's, uh, to totally free. Totally free. I, I promise you, you'll get value out of it. And I really want to ask you because you're so joyful and you mentioned like also like seeing that fierce in in me. Um, this is the question that we ask all of our guests and it's one of the most fair, like people come to me and they're like always, wow, this is the, the point of the, the every episode that I just am dying to hear. And I want to ask you, what was the moment in your life or, or in your career where you felt like shit scared? I'm just going to say it. And now in, in hindsight, when you look back, wow, man, I'm so glad that I did it. Uh, thank you so much for that question. I know like you, 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 a part of my brain just went right when you were, when you were, when you were asking that, uh, there was a moment in, uh, 2004, uh, when my life looked very, very different. Um, I had, uh, I was really a, truly a starving actor. Um, but I had booked, um, a movie gig on a movie called, uh, the fountain, uh, with, uh, with Hugh Jackman. I had, uh, spent, it was supposed to be one day on set. It it, it became uh, five days. Uh, <laughs> I was so broke. I had to run to meet the driver who would drive me to the set fast enough so my landlord wouldn't see me because I was really you know behind on rent. But I remember coming back to that apartment after these five days and nothing had changed yet. Money had not changed. Nothing in my life had changed. It, it was just me and my cat. And something about being in the presence of real excellence and also knowing that I might not ever get that that level but i knew during that thing that i could play ball that's what i got from it that's my number one thing is that i knew after many years of being an actor film tv that was the experience that told me i could play ball and somehow that just like many years later when my when my son uh when when my wife was pregnant with with mickey they both brought forth this thing where i was terrified terrified oh no oh no but also it was like okay like 
I don't have to worry if I can anymore. I just have to worry about doing the biggest, best version of what I can. You know, the doubt of whether I could and imposter syndrome in some sense, the, the gift of the fear is that it pushes out a lot of that doubt. You don't have time to be that doubtful when you're terrified, you know? So, so in a way, it kind of gave me this mental zone to be like, okay, yeah, I'm terrified but I know what I am, you know, like, it's okay. Like that was a worthy price to pay uh, in order. To, and so a few weeks later, I was writing what became The Isolation Door, which became my, my first novel. That spurred me on to move to the States. And I don't believe any of any of what this, including this amazing conversation would be possible uh, if it didn't come from that, that, that lonely, but ultimately just like heaven sent moment of, okay, all right. Okay, I got it. I understand, you know, <laughs> I know, I know what I have to do here. You know, now when we are looking at the dots and, and it's always like Steve Jobs put, puts that so beautifully in his um, speech, but really like looking back and really connecting the dots, nothing would happen without that moment. And it's no. just such a, I, I think for me, why I asked this question is because we all have that uh, fierce a person in, a, in in us that can really make a life-changing decision and yes. that can really take you to 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 another trajectory of your life yes right? and that also puts you to to this place of um also i love to just look f like in the future and say i didn't regret anything yes. Right. And when you come from that, like you're maybe 19 year, 90 years old and you're like on your dead bed and you're like, I didn't regret anything. No, I, I agree. I agree. As long as it's your story, you know, as long as you look back and like when you look at your journey, for example, I don't think that it's possible for any other human being to have walked the this unique path that you have, you know, and isn't that ultimately the, the best hedge against regret is that you look back, you're like, look, this was this was Dee's life. This was her spirit. This was her journey. Like 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 it could have only been you. Okay. Like and so so make your mark out there and don't be afraid uh, to be distinctive. You know this make is an age mark. that rewards being distinctive. Make your mark. Wow. We're gonna just drop it here because this is a uh, mic drop. Make your mark. <laughs> well, um, go and check the the all the links. Uh, connect with Anish. Thank you so much. This was so really, really beautiful. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to see where this journey takes us all. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>Thank you so, 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 so much, you beautiful soul, for taking the time to jump in today and listen to this episode. I know you could be doing a gazillion other things, and I don't take this lightly. I really, truly, deeply appreciate your time and your support. And if you love this episode, please subscribe if you haven't yet, and leave us a review at reviewthispodcast.com forward slash insider. Let me say this again, reviewthispodcast.com forward slash insider. You can leave a review on any device, which makes this super easy and sexy and really helps me to reach more people just like you. And with that being said, I am sending you a daily dose of vitamin D. I love you so much and I'm so grateful for you. Until next time, fearless dreamer. Mwah.